Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, 
it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to fiberskincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's fiberskincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Hello, how are you? This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Hi. I'm eating a biscotti. Yeah, that's because it's early. I know, but it's too early. I have to just drink my Diet Coke. Well, I'm I don't sitting have here a drink. looking at my wine and I'm like, I don't know if I want to. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't think we should. I, I'm just having Diet Coke. Yeah. Biscotti. That's fine. I, I think it's fine. Maybe Clara, Clara's not in school today because there is no school because it's five degrees without the wind chill. So maybe she'll be so kind to bring me a water. I'd like a tea. Really? Like they said tea. yesterday it was a two hour delay. Did they change it? Yeah. I don't know if every school district, but we sure did. That's crazy. Yeah. It's really cold. Like I even went in my garage and I'm like, Jesus. One of the greatest things to ever happen in my life. And I know that you had this. However, I don't think that you ever parked in your garage, but the greatest thing to ever happen to me is a garage. Yes. I had what? Seven car garage. Yeah. Yes. I had, oh, losing my clothes. I had a seven car garage and could not park a car in there because I had so many clothes and shit. Well, you're insane. In you're the nuts. garage that I didn't have room in my closet for. Yeah. And and not to mention in your attic, you had a pole that extended the entire length of your house with clothes on it. I know. And my closet is like the size of a bedroom. Yeah. You, you have more clothes than anyone. I know. Seriously. I don't want to recap. I know. I hate recapping. I know. And I know. this is like the longest episode ever. Well, let's just start off by telling everyone this will be two parts. Like It will be two parts because down. our notes for just the first part are 24 pages long. Yes. We cannot do one episode that's like 48 pages. That is, will just be ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And especially with me reading it. <laughs> we right. want to shoot ourselves by the end of this. No, yeah. I like you reading better than me. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's start off by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and signed up for our super exclusive over the top amazing content that they get access to by subscribing to our channel they get access to the after party they get video content and then they get like exclusive never before shared things uh, and some of my um fuzzy pictures fuzzy pictures fuzzy pictures that is true 
All right. So let's thank Aya, Kim, Rolando, Lauren, Audrey, Sam, Victoria, Cameron, Nancy, Yokai, Debbie, Kennedy, Courtney, Georgie, Michael, Aaron, Sophia, Logan, the finger in Kelly's face. <laughs> Sydney, Julius, Kaylee, Amanda, Summer, Gabby, Hannah, Dakota, Jacob, Mayuri, Cheyenne, Val, Bridget, Dita, Hayden, MJS, Abby, Teresa, Ter Teresa, two of them. Oh, I think she signed up twice. Um, Mickey, Cute, Niema, Brittany, Carolyn, Destiny, Rachel, Sophia, Kai, Emily, Aiden, the OG Cheeselock. Yeah. Sarah, Melody, Sarah, again, Krabby Lee Filler. That's funny. Natalie, Minty Bree, Sand. And then we have Courtney, Bernadette, Sydney, Bellamy the Bitchette, Fahen, Amia, Cindy, Amber, Jakai, Carly, Peyton, Eloise, Jackie, Eric, Kyla, Mary Beth, Hope, Lauren, Lily the Bitchette, Allison, Sarah, Alexa, Bree, Emily, Tori, Amy, Annabelle, Bethany, Bridget, Francesca, Terry, Bethany, Kate, Alexis, Lisa, Reagan, Kira, Hannah, Cody, Denali, Bailey, Wendy, Matthew, Rebecca, Tara, Kaylee, Zoe, Watt, Hottie, McToddy, Carolina, Kalia, or Kalila, sorry, and Abigail. Thanks, guys. Yes. How about I could go for a cheese log? I was just thinking cheese logs for life. Oh, somebody yes. yesterday was like, oh my God, every time you guys talk about Mohans, I think of my dad because he loved Mohans. And I'm like, that's. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't I get to go. I wanted to go the last time I was there Aww. and I didn't get to go. No, well, you should have called me. Well, I, this was my plans. I was going to go with you and then we never hooked up. I was crazy. It's so yeah. hard when I go up there. I'm only up there for a couple of days. Yeah. You want to squeeze everybody see your in. Kids and yeah. Of course, of course. It's not yeah. like the olden days when we used to sit at Bohans for hours on end. Yeah. Waiting for our kids. Yeah. Oh my God. It was literally hours and hours. Do you remember when Clara was first born and I was just overwhelmed with life and we would sit in Diane's car and you guys would like go get a snack and bring it out or get a drink and bring it out so I didn't have to take the baby out of the car. Uh -huh. That's when you started really drinking twisted teas. That is. Diane yeah. and I would ever so often drink a beer. So we would go, they had like a beer thing where you could get like a six pack to go. So Diane and I would have like a beer and Christy wouldn't drink beer. So she would drink the twisted, twisted teas. Tea. In a brown paper bag. <laughs> classy we are classy classy all the way classy oh wow uh, so we know we're not drinking today sorry guys but you guys can drink yes i mean maybe after 11 o'clock i'll pour a tiny glass of wine but we'll see okay yeah I'll, I'll I, I have a, i have a long day ahead of me today so <laughs> i can't be all goofy you all You're right goofy no matter what that's true i can't i can't have a headache how's that Okay. That's, I think that's much more accurate. Yeah. Oh, so literally the way Kelly and my schedule is going right now is we are just trying to do some back-to-back -back, uh, recording because we have a ton of stuff coming up. And yeah. uh, so we just recorded last night. Now we have to record this morning. So it's a little yes. wild. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're um, and in between, we had to watch an episode. So no, we're yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about? Because this is so long. I don't think so. I think we should just get right into it. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. So 
This is still like a continuation of yesterday's, right? Kind of. Still the same dances. Yeah. I mean, it's said to be continued. And then this is two parts. So yeah. it was like we were in New York for two days and somehow we got a bazillion episodes out of it. It's amazing how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in New York City. There's four days to the competition at the rehearsal space. And Abby is wearing an orange headband. So all of you who are drinking, have a drink. Oh, yes. Drink, drink, drink. And she's telling us how, or she says in her interview, how she had an amazing time on The View. And she reminds the audience that they have to prepare for the Masters of Dance International. invitational competition this is like what you said yesterday about it's so hard they're all the same why not just call it like masters of dance do we need invitational competition like very long it's crazy it's crazy and I think I'm not 100% sure but I think that they actually had that on the backdrop oh really the whole thing I think so oh Uh, I I wanted to bring point something else out I think that we should all take another drink because Gianna is wearing a scarf and if you guys don't know which you don't know because you don't see it on camera often but Gianna wore a scarf a different scarf literally every single day so it's yeah. kind of like the Abby headband oh. you just don't see it so they're, have a they're drink the for- same yeah yeah Abby saying that the ALDC is going up against candy apples we have four solos and a very controversial group routine. Okay, I have a comment. I thought about this when I was watching this this morning. How many times has Abby... Remember, this this dance was not supposed to be runaways. It was children with guns, okay? How many times did Abby say or pull Mackenzie out of a dance because it was too mature? Like, Yeah, but she's allowed to be in a gun dance. Yeah. Yeah, reincarnation. Too mature. Topless fan dance, fine. Guns, fine. Yeah. Fine. So it's really interesting. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know if I would take Abby's evaluation of what's appropriate for children to heart. If you're a parent. I don't know if I'd use that as my barometer. (laughs) Me either. So Abby comes into the observation room where we're all getting ready. And she lets us know that since the view took up the rehearsal time for the group that they're going to start with everybody's solos, which I didn't think that made sense. Right. If it took up the group time, why are we working on solos? We I should know. be working on the group. I know. It made no sense to me, but I know. whatever. Are you saying that Abby contradicted herself? Oh my God, yes. Should we drink again? Yes. You guys are all going to be drunk. Yeah, before we even get through. I, I, I'm, not, I'm on my first three lines. Yeah. We drank four times already. Well, it's true. This is a drinky episode. All right. So I tell Abby that, you know, I made plans for Brooke that we're going to be leaving rehearsal um, since my kids don't have solos, you know, and Abby's like, well, I'll let you know if you're allowed or not. Meanwhile, I already had plans. Yeah. Yes. And I have to say you were incredibly rational. I just want to point that out. You think? Yeah. You were like, yeah. Abby, this is what's going on. You're practicing the solo. I was very calm. Huh? Brooke does not like, have a solo. Let me tell you all the reasons why this makes sense. And usually you're met with um, resistance and fighting, but she was actually very receptive. Because I've been behaving myself. No, that's not why. Because they, they she just wanted to get rid of you. Okay. That's true. 
So I'm like, you know, I, I say in my interview that I'm taking Brooke to her own solo meeting with the music producer. And, you know, I'm going to be the momager. Mm-hmm. And Brooke is up in the observation room with the moms. And I tell the moms my plans for her while we're in New York City. And you say how I'm the momager. Yeah. And again, we had to get up to be on The View at like 4 a.m. And I just would like to point out that now we're filming Dance Moms after. So anybody who thinks our schedule is easy, wrong. Yeah. So then Abby sticks her head in and she tells me that, or I guess she tells Brooke, that she's allowed to go because during rehearsal, it's just like a small part in her, like the group is just a small part. And it's something that she's done before. So yeah, they're yeah. allowing her to go. Just like every other dance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is every solo, every everything. So she looks at Brooke and she smiles like, and says, good luck, break a leg. Then she says in her interview that, you know, Brooke's going off to work with a music producer. This is a joke. Kelly insists on doing this. I don't know. And frankly, I really don't care anymore. If Brooke wants to do this, more power to you, sweetheart. She's and- so nasty. Yeah. She's literally so, that is so unnecessary to say it's a joke. I don't know why you insist on doing this. I don't care anymore. Is it because she's not getting 10%? I'm thinking that's why. Absolutely. I told you. She was all for Brooke singing until I said no. She was not allowed to be my manager. And then she was like completely negative about it. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, so then, you know, she tells Brooke to break a leg, but then she sticks her head out again. And then it's like, you know, not embarrass her or whatever by not being able to speak correctly, basically, is what she was saying. But, (laughs) okay, um, how is Abby involved that Brooke might embarrass her? What, What am I missing? I have no idea. Okay, just checking. But how about Holly? She's like, oh, well, that was a real good pep talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Holly's funny. Yeah. So Melissa's just like joking and she says, just be your perky self. Then we leave. But they, they don't really show us leaving. We're just not there for the next scene. Yeah. It's funny how we have to always walk in and out a million times and it's very rarely ever used. Yeah. But but I mean, it's just like I just disappeared. Yeah. Well, so, I wish I could disappear. Yeah. So then we're in Chloe's rehearsal and her solo is my obsession. And she says in her interview that her solo is kind of contemporary jazz and it's about finding her obsession. And Abby asks her, what is your obsession? And Chloe's like dancing, trying my hardest and never giving up, which I thought was cute. Yeah. And Abby's laughing at her. Uh-huh. Yeah, but did you notice Chloe really got in there and picked a wedgie? No. Yeah. <laughs> you go, Chloe. Yeah, she really got in there, too. I was like, wow, that was a big one. I think there's a scene of every single girl picking out a wedgie. Of course. They're wearing shorts that go up their ass. On with no underwear. With no underwear yeah. on national television. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was cracking up at, like, Chloe was really trying to pick that wedgie. But Abby's laughing at her because she's, you know, just super kind. Yeah. Just so you know, I sent you a quick text that you need to know about this episode. I can jump in and say when we need to do that, but I emailed it to you. Uh, Okay. It's the exact same thing. I'll have to see if I can find that. Okay. So you asked Christy Ray how she felt about how everything panned out at the view. 
-hmm. And she said she thought everything went good. Mm -hmm. Christy's answer was because she had previously said she goes from, that makes no sense. I think I was surprised because she had told us before, and this was not on the show, that she's the first to go from zero to 60. 60. But then she was super calm at the view. So I think that was kind of the point, but it didn't really make sense. Do you think that she didn't go zero to 60 because she kind of knew about yeah. how it was going to turn out too? She says that later. And she's okay. like, I'd be more fiery if I didn't read it before it came. You're like, glad she's honest. I said, all right, that's honest. I, I yeah. because I'm, I said this. Nice to, to hear camera. somebody be honest. Exactly. I said this to you off camera and I wholeheartedly mean this. I really look back on Christy now with hindsight, because I think in the moment we're always just so like, oh, when there was a new person, I think that you and I could have really befriended her because she was calling Melissa out on shit the same way we were, but it just like, cause Asia was there, obviously, like you said, to go up against Mackenzie and Melissa had never been put in a position where her children were anything less than the favorites. And so it would have been nice to have somebody else that was saying the same things and not just us, but somehow I end up fighting with this woman. Because Melissa, but Melissa wouldn't fight with her. So it ended up being us fighting with her. Yeah. Yeah. I used to sit there and be like, are you kidding? Like I have to fight with another person. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But so Jill says that, you know, she knew, everybody knew that Mackenzie would be the one doing the dance. And Christy Ray looks at her like she's surprised. At what Jill says, which mm. I don't know why she was so surprised. And you look at Christy Ray and you say, do you feel like a pawn? That would yeah. make me mad. I think I'm trying to stir the pot. I'm just saying, just a guess. It's just a guess. Yeah. You think? <laughs> you think? Yeah, because you were told to. Right. As nobody know. else was. I know. Yeah. I was being kind of facetious. But so then Christy Ray says that she's over the charade. She says that age is mature enough to understand that this is like an audition. And age has done enough enough auditions to be unaffected by the undesirable outcome. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. In her interview, she said that, or Christy Ray says that the moms treated her in Asia like outsiders and she's not intimidated. Now, I disagree with that. Because she said everyone was thrilled that Mackenzie got to dance. I'm going to tell you, I think Mackenzie should have danced because she was in the original number. But honestly, I didn't care who danced. I could have cared less either. And so it was funny that she's like, oh, the moms treated us like outsiders or whatever. Like, I didn't care who danced. I, I don't think one time yet I've said anything to Christy, right? Mm-hmm. To, if anything, I've supported her. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You say that, I think it was in last episode. Yeah. You were supporting her. Yeah. Uh, So now we go to the recording studio and we see Brooke and we meet Wally, who is the music, one of the music producers. And this is actually in his house. Oh, really? Where? It wasn't in New York. Was it in Jersey or was it New York? This was in New York. It was like a staged thing. Brooke did not record there. We recorded. Oh, uh, in his house in L.A. I remember In L.A. That. We recorded. Mm-hmm. That's where she recorded her album was in somebody's basement. Mm-hmm. Yes. You I know, remember we were, cause that. Because Lifetime was really they fancy. They spend that money? Yeah, we were fancy. We had to do it in the basement. Uh, yeah, I remember sitting out. We sat outside in the car for hours. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember you guys out there. 
I thought you were out there with us. Oh, you were inside when she was recording. Yeah. yeah, we were outside in the car for hours and uh, Brian's parents were there and they were like, I was talking to his mom for like two hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm in my interview saying that I'm going to take control of my daughter's careers. Um, I'm going to do things to get them ahead. If Abby won't do it, then I'm going to, which, you know, it's so embarrassing that they make made me say that because if I was doing it, that wouldn't have been what you it did. would not have been this way. And it would not have been the songs that they chose. Of course. And every single thing about it would have been different. But obviously, we didn't have a choice. Well, Kelly, just like I would have never in a million years let Chloe dance around in a meat suit. But I had to be like, this is her job. Yeah. She's yeah. doing it. I hated the, the stuff that made us look stupid. Yeah. So Wally tells Brooke that, you know, her summer long love song did very good and she got, you know, like 25,000 downloads or whatever. And Brooke says that she's surprised at how many people enjoyed her singing because she's only ever had a few dance lessons. And Wally's like, you know, your hard work paid off. I'm excited for you. And he brings, Wally brings in a guest to meet Brooke and her name is Melody Thornton. She is a former pussycat doll. She seemed sweet. Was she nice in real life? Yeah. Yeah. She seemed nice. Yeah. So her and Brooke start singing Summer Love Song together. And Brooke says in her interview that she's listened to the pussycat dolls before and can't believe that one of them is standing in front of her and wants to sing with her. So Melody says that she feels like when she's in a recording studio, she feels like people are going to judge her. And she's like, you know, what if my voice cracks or whatever? She's just explaining to Brooke how it's nerve wracking being in a studio. Mm -hmm. Brooke says that she's concerned because she's not like technically a a trained singer. You know, like she's had two voice lessons. Was she really nervous? Brooke? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I, I would think that was super, super scary. Yeah. There was yeah. a, uh, I did this thing once. It was for Frozen 2. I got invited to like the Disney studios in Burbank and we got to like meet an animator and do all this behind the scenes stuff. Well, one of the things that they let us do was we got to go into the sound booth and record a song like where they record all the voiceovers and the songs. And they're like, Okay, up next is Christy. You want to sing? I'm like, I am not singing. Are you are out of your fucking mind? And they're like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, no, I'm tone deaf. Like, I <laughs> yeah. will not be singing. So I can uh, imagine what it was like. I would have loved to have heard that. Oh my God. I would never, ever in a million years do that. That's so humiliating. I can't, I can't even come close to singing. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I was like, uh, no, I'm going to pass on that. Thank you. Yeah. I think that Brooke was so nervous because of the way it happened. Like we literally went into the recording studio to record her stuff and they were like here and he heard the lyrics to a song. She never saw them before, never read them, never heard the and melody. And then they said of record it. it. And she recorded it. She recorded every single song on her album within three hours in one day. That seems insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. She she was literally reading it as she was recording it. But then I say in my interview that Brooke might be at a standstill with dance since Abby no longer gives her any credit. Abby has 
put all of her eggs in one basket with Maddie. And you think that Brooke wants to venture out and do some singing. They're practicing summer love song and she's giving Brooke some, you know, pointers on singing. Like when she's breathing, she should imagine that she has to pee. I, I, I wait, I missed that. That's funny. The yeah. why, what does what, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't That's know weird. if Brooke didn't ask. She was probably just like, okay, I'm going to think I have to pee. <laughs> yeah. Or she's like, hi, I'm 14 or 15 on national television. I don't want to talk about urination. Yes. Yeah. I'm just guessing. So then we go back to the ALDC rehearsal and Asia's doing her solo, the robot. And for some reason, Christy Ray is the only mom that who didn't sit in during solo rehearsals. This No, the, she's in, the only the one room. who was allowed. Why was she in there? Well, because she's allowed. The rest of us aren't. Mm, okay. So Abby says in her interview that Asia has an amazing solo this week and it's going to be hard to keep her a little stiff, but she's going to try. I'm assuming because she's a robot, so she has to be stiff. Yeah. And watching Asia rehearse, that little girl is freaking good. Oh, she's crazy. Yeah. She's so good. And she's seven. No wonder why Melissa was like panicking. You know, panicking. Yes. Like she's really good. I, I mean, I, I think Mackenzie's very good too. I really do. But Asia's like another level. Yeah, she's great. Mm -hmm. She was great. Holly's wondering why Christy Ray gets to sit in the room with for Asia's solo. And you say, you know, it's because she's special. Yeah, Everybody's I, special that's a newcomer. Right. But I'm like, Holly, sh sh stop saying it out loud because I don't want to go in there. Like my kid has a solo. I don't want to be in the room. Sh yes. But then talking. you're like, you know, you're telling Holly that Christy Ray is special, but then you're like, but not as special as Melissa because Kenzie still got chosen to do the dance on the VO. Yeah, why am I such a bitch? I don't know. Yeah. And, but Holly says she knew that Mackenzie would perform on The View too when she got there and she was in costume. And like you said yesterday, she had she had the blood on her face. So, mm -hmm. oh, Holly's wearing fur. Have a oh, drink. Oh, drink. It's that other fur, that, that wild fur vest I was talking about. Uh-huh. So Holly says that there's no way Abby was ever going to pull Mackenzie or Maddie from a dance like that. No it, way. You know, it was on national television, on The View. There's no way. She just loves those girls too much. Absolutely. <laughs> and you say that Melissa should be thrilled because this means Maddie and Mackenzie are still at the top of Abby's mental pyramid. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, I thought that was funny. Melissa insists that Abby invited Asia to be on the team since she wins. She says that Asia and Mackenzie are just two different kinds of dancers. Yeah, they totally. are. And Holly says, you know, that Asia's talented, but all the girls are just as talented. They're just all talented in different, in different ways. ways, you know? So Jill says that she's glad that Mackenzie got to dance on the view. And she says nothing against Asia. Trust me. She's going to have a million special parts and things coming up. Yeah, her own show. Exactly. She was here to get her own show. Yeah. I wonder if she knew she had a show before she came on. Well. Because she wasn't on that long, was she? No, but she was She was um, on Abby's Ultimate. I know. So when I wonder if they knew she had a show when she was on Abby's Ultimate. They wanted to give her a show, so they were kind of promoting her. Yeah, I mean, moms. I think yes. There's an interview somewhere we saw that Asia said no, 
but it takes a really long time to get a show greenlit like that. And they were filming like right after we wrapped Dance Moms in the summer, they were already filming Raising Asia. So I would think that that was definitely something that was in the works before she came on Dance Moms. Yeah. Well, Jill says that she knows that Christy Ray is here for a purpose and it's not to make friends. Yeah. And Holly's, you know, agrees with her. She says, no, this is definitely business for her. And it wasn't for Asia to dance with the other girls either. It was for Abby to make Asia a star, which is what right. we were just saying. Uh, because I'm almost sure that Abby was a producer on the Raising Asia show because, and I don't know, I have no idea if this is real. This is just my speculation. I'm pretty sure Abby was an executive producer on her AUDC show and then I think what happens if you're an executive producer you have it like written into your contract that if there's a spinoff from that you're an executive producer where Abby was not an executive producer on Dance Moms so if one of our kids had gotten a show Abby wouldn't have had a, a like a piece of it uh, okay that that's my theory I have no idea if that's right I'm not saying that it is I'm just speculating but that seems to make sense to me okay so you're, then you say, you know, just like the rest of the moms, that Christy Ray is here for her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you also say that her behavior is intended to hide the fact that she's a worse stage mom than the rest of us. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know how anybody's worse and one is worse than the other. You know what I mean? At this point, we're all pretty safe. But she acts all like she's that she's not a stage mom. Yeah. I think. I think that's what you meant. Like, she's just trying to hide that she's not really a stage mom. Exactly. Exactly. But as we're in there talking, Christy Ray is in the dance room watching Asia solo. And she says in her interview, even though I'm not in the room, I can still hear what the moms are saying about me and Asia. And she's like, really? Are we really in high school? I mean, I didn't say anything that I wouldn't have said to her. And, And that's what you say in your interview. You're like, I'm not saying... That I don't like the woman. I'm just saying that she's a hardcore stage mom. And I don't think she would take that as an insult. I don't. I don't think any of us takes that as an insult. We are. We're, you We're cannot be moms. on yeah. a show called Dance Moms and not, and not be a stage mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we have three days to competition and we're doing the group rehearsal. And Abby's talking to the girls about the routine. She says it needs to make people feel something. And if you're not feeling it, they're not going to feel it. And she singles out Maddie saying that judges need to be in tears because the girls made them feel something, especially because they don't know who has experienced this in real life. And, And Abby says in her interview that lots of privileged children run away from home. It's a problem in society today. If she can portray this as an artistic and respectable way, she wants to make the judges see, feel, and learn something. I want to look at something. I'm going to look something up because I, I want to theorize something, but I need to look on my computer. So you keep going. I'm going to Google something. Okay. So you ask the moms if they think that Kathy is a threat now that she has her new team. And I'm like, I don't think Kathy is a threat. I think the boys are a threat. You're hysterical. <laughs> but Kathy isn't a threat. They aren't Kathy's students and Kathy didn't do the choreography. So how can Kathy be a threat? Kathy's just there along for the ride, basically on this, right? Yeah. Okay, wait. Here's what I'm going to say. So this dance, oh my God, this is just so 
unbelievably insensitive. So the dance was originally children with guns, right? Okay. We yeah. were on our way to the airport to go to, um, we were, we were doing dance moms. We were on our way to the airport uh, competing. And I remember the kids were in the car. I think I was with you. And they heard about the Newtown shooting, the first graders. That was in December. We did this episode in February. So it was like three months later, they, they were trying to do children with guns. Like that's so awful. Wrong. Yeah. And I think that that's why when you see us, like, I I mean, when we're sitting out there, I'm like, this is just wrong. And that's when Christy's like, it's acting. And I'm like, it's not acting. Like, this is really insensitive. I thought it was right after and it was. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, but kudos to them for changing it. At least they didn't air it that way. Now, how did we not have the guns though? I think that that was too much. I think that we never held a gun. I think like it was just like a, because if you listen to it, it's all the news recordings. I don't know what they show. I haven't seen the dance part yet, but it was news recordings about children with guns, children with guns. And then at the end, I think when Chloe shoots Maddie, it's just like a, a, okay. a motion. You know, okay. Chloe got in trouble for doing rock and yeah, roll. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. But she's shoot. a lot of shooter. Yeah. Go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. And and Mackenzie, this dance yeah. isn't too mature for you. So you're fine there too. Yeah. Okay. So Jill agrees that Kathy's team is a threat but she isn't emphasizing that they can beat the ALDC. She thinks they could beat the ALDC when Kathy isn't the choreographer. <laughs> Jill's so funny. Uh-huh. She she had to make sure that Kathy got no credit, as long as Kathy's not the choreographer. Yeah. Uh, so you and Christy Ray point out that the perfect score routine wouldn't have been the same if they didn't have Jalen on the team at that time. No, if they um, did have him on the team, because all he did was he, slide. But that's what I said the that day. Yeah, when you fought with his dad. Yeah, I was like, all your kids, like, he can't do the turns mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So, which made me sound like so bitchy, but I'm glad. Well, that other, I'm, I'm glad you and Christy Ray backed me up on that. Because it, yeah. it was true. I mean, he was an amazing little kid, but well, I could think- only do the hip hop part or whatever. Yeah, but I think that Christy knew him from California from things as well. Oh, okay. I think. So we're watching the girls rehearse and Jill notices that Asia will be portraying a bad character in the routine. And Christy Ray says, you know, it doesn't bother her. It's a role and Asia's just acting. But you point out that it's, you know, a sensitive topic. Yeah, because of exactly what I just said. So Christy Ray says, I don't think that way. If Asia walks or Abby kicks her out, then that's on her. My kid has a voice and she can speak for herself. That um, just goes to show that like uh, Asia was in a position where she could speak up where our kids were terrified. And our kids yeah. look terrified. When when Abby calls them out on the ice skating, just watch them. They're all like, uh, oh. I know, I know. They're like, well, my mom made me do it. Uh-huh. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. So you bring up that Asia is only seven and Christy Ray says that, you know, Asia hasn't cried yet uh, about the shit that's going on. And you disagree that Asia hasn't cried. Uh, you say that she's cried twice about a dance. Since coming to us, she's danced twice or cried twice. Um, one of those times was the during the, uh, Nia. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I think the other one was definitely the Jill in the bathroom with the puppy. Because I, yeah. I'm almost sure that Christy and Jill start screaming about the puppy. It just isn't yeah. shown. Because I remember Christy being like, the puppy, the puppy, the puppy. And I'm just like, okay, the puppy. I, I'm dead over the puppy, just so we're all clear. Uh -huh. So you say that apparently with Christy, you can take away her daughter's role in a dance on a national television show, but you can't dare say that she cries. Oh, that's and kind of funny. 
Jill and Holly agree with you and say that Asia did cry after the duet. And Jill, you know, accuses Christy Ray of lying about the reason why she was crying. And, you know, she says that she was crying because she was sad for Nia. And Jill's like, she was crying. Just face it. Don't sugarcoat it. I, I don't understand why she thought that it was so wrong for a seven-year-old to cry. I don't know. Maybe she went to the Abby Lee Miller School of Parenting. Yes. It, you think? for your pillow, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. She probably heard that on, on the show before she got here. Ah, so. was like, <clears throat> oh, we can't cry. That's too terrible. Christy Ray says, you know, don't put me in the same boat as you. And Jill's like, you know, Kendall wears her heart on her sleeve. She doesn't have to go to the bathroom and cry. She and pretend she doesn't, which I think is perfectly fine. Right. Jill says that Christy Ray may have said that Asia has a hard shell, but she still does cry. And Christy Ray is still denying it. Then she starts getting more and more annoyed with Jill. Hmm. So like when she said, give up, you're not getting to me. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to give up because I was there. Hysterical. Uh-huh. So you point out that Christy Ray is starting to raise her voice again. Jill was really on this. That well, she's because wrong. Jill was dead over the puppy and the raisin and the bathroom tears. And I think because Abby always says that Kendall's the crybaby. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why she was so on the crying. Maybe. But yeah, because she says again, Christy Ray was, a was wrong in saying that Asia never cries. Christy Ray says she isn't saying that she never cries. She's just strong enough to handle like the team mm -hmm. and Abby's hard training. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And Jill's like, okay, well, she didn't handle it the other night. You know, it starts getting heated now. And Christy Ray is like, get it straight and don't get it twisted. And Jill's like, it's not twisted. And she's like, get your facts right, Jill. I don't mind if my kid cries. She's seven. She can cry all fucking day if she, long if she wants. So fucking what? Who cares? Now, Wig yelled at for saying that word. Uh-huh. But then we see Abby, you know, looking, looking into the observation room. And she's like licking her lips and looking at Asia. Melissa and Jill and are like pointing they're, to they're, Asia Ray. Jill, they're wait, like, it's, it's her. Jill's going like this. It's her. It's her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yep. So then we go to Candy Apples and we're in their group rehearsal. Kathy says that the group is based on the Day of the Dead, which is celebration of death. And Lennon's mom interrupts the rehearsal to show that Lennon got a text from Brooke. Yeah, I have a question. Did Brooke really text? I, I have no idea. Okay, so what I was going to say is I know that they probably said Brooke texts them because there had to be a reason that, you know, Candy Apples was showing up. But I don't think it would have been weird if Brooke would have had like the other teenagers numbers to text them from oh. Candy Apples because they were I, they were her age and everybody and, else on our team was little. Yeah. And I mean, they were friends. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, like, show, uh -oh. it didn't show on the show that we communicated at all, but I mean, right. they did talk. Right. You know, I so. think the kids were always happy when Candy Apples was there because those, those were other kids that they could hang out with. Yeah. So, you know, Lennon gets the text and Kathy says, what, are you giving Brooke the game book? Wait, is this better than The View? Yeah, he's hysterical. She is hysterical. Um, so Kathy reads Brooke's text out loud. It says, are you guys in New York? We're going ice skating at a place called 
Bryant Park. Now, that's something Brooke would not say. No, a place called Bryant Park. Yeah, Brooke would be like, you know, we're going ice skating. Do you guys want to go? Right. And then if they would have said, you know, we want to come, she would have said where we were going. Right, right. But so Anthony suggests crashing our ice skating event. And Kathy likes the idea. And she wonders who would take their kids their students ice skating and taking the risk of getting injured. But Abby wasn't taking us, of course. That would be too much fun. Right. This was funny. Kathy says, if Abby has ice skates on, it could be Fantasia too. That was funny. Okay, so we have two days to the competition and God forbid we are at an ice skating rink. Oh my God, there's fun to be had. Oh my goodness. So... We're all there and Melissa says, I don't think this is the best thing to do before a dance competition because Abby's going to freak out when she finds out. And Jill starts handing out the ice skates and Maddie's very hesitant. Um, So Melissa looks at her and says, you know, put the ice skates on. It was hysterical. The next thing she said. Go ahead. No, you you want me to read it or you can read it because it's pretty funny. I am your mother. Put your skates on. Do you know what this is about, Maddie? It's about fun. Have fun. Stop crying. <laughs> Maddie's I... sitting there crying. But, you know, I feel so bad for Maddie in this situation because, and and I can't decide, and I'm a bitch in a couple minutes. And oh, I'd yeah. Say, well, I'm a bitch too. In my interview, I'm like, she just doesn't want to do it because she can't skate. And you yeah. say the same thing. What I meant to say on that was Maddie is a perfectionist. Right. I if know Maddie, if Maddie is not perfect at something, she doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't the best skater. So that's why she didn't want to do it. it. Wasn't like Maddie didn't want to skate. Personally, I think Maddie didn't want to skate because she knew Abby was going to get pissed off. Probably. And I think the producers told Christy Ray, do not have Asia skate because then she could make the whole Asia's the star thing and everybody else do the things. So they probably told melissa maddie had to skate Mm -hmm. because melissa probably would have been like absolutely not maddie's not skating right i i don't know any of if any of that's true that's just no that knowing that tracks yeah yeah so you're in your interview and you say maddie didn't want to ice skate because she needs to be the best at everything she does and clearly she's not an olympic gold medalist in figure skating so she doesn't want to skate what a bitch but that's Maddie. Maddie yeah, is a perfectionist. Yeah, right. I, you know, I mean, it's not, I, I don't think we're trying to say something negative. It's just, that's how Maddie is. Right. So Christy Ray and Asia, are, you know, are standing off to the side and Kate Kendall asks Asia why she isn't skating. And Christy Ray says, it's so that Asia doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Asia, you know, asks if she could put her ice skates on and just stand with the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. Christy Ray is like, I'm not playing their game. I'm not playing their fucking game. You're not skating. She well, maybe the F word. Maybe the producers didn't tell her to say it. Maybe she's like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. She does like the F word again. Another reason why we should have been friends with Christy. Yeah. So Maddie asks Asia why she's not skating. And Asia doesn't seem to know. So Christy Ray is like, Asia, you know why. Mm. Jill gets frustrated because she said that Asia used to be a figure skater. She Is was. true? Was mm-hmm. she? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Well, that's funny. So Asia probably really wanted to Right. Skate. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh, that would have been a little, instead of yeah. Mackenzie, that would have yeah. really upset Maddie. Yeah. So Asia starts crying because her mom won't let her skate. 
And Melissa says in her interview, I don't know why it is so important for Christy Ray to tell us uh, that Asia never cries. Here's some tears now from Asia. I thought she didn't cry. That's kind of bitchy. Uh, yes. Melissa offers to hold Maddie's hand, but Maddie insists that she doesn't want to skate. She doesn't know how to skate. Kathy and her team arrive. Here and, comes you know, Kathy. Kathy comes over and I'm like, oh, I think it's official. Kathy is definitely a stalker. That was funny. Yes, I definitely think she is a stalker. She shows up everywhere. Not only does she find us at dance competitions, but now she's finding us at our recreational activities. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they made it out like Brooke sent them there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that's why I had to say that in my interview. So Kathy asks us about Abby and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Do you want us to put a hole in the ice? I'm so mean. I thought it was funny what you said later about Abby, but whatever. Um, I mean, we look, we always went for the low hanging fat jokes. Okay. Yes. Yes. We are mean. We are mean. Uh, so Kathy's like, I thought for sure this was going to be Abby on the ice. And I laugh and she's like, oh my God, no. That's or you're me. like, oh my God, no. My God, no. And Kathy introduces everybody to her new student, Veronica. And she insists on saying she's from Studio Larkin. And you ask Victoria if she's on Chris on Kathy's team. And she lets you know that she auditioned. Mm-hmm. And again, Kathy tells us in our interview that Victoria is from Studio Larkin and that Studio Larkin's has a fabulous reputation. And she says that they came to Ice Skate with the ALDC. Yay! Yes. We're and so I'm lucky. like, I'm like, I think it's about time that these kids just go and have fun and be kids. Um, yes. And they need to be kids for once. And I totally agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. how hard would it be? I mean, we were there for an entire week already mm-hmm. doing nothing but work to take an hour out and ice skate. Yeah. Uh, but I it didn't that. even get to be fun because it was like, no, they got punished for it. Yeah. And they had to have it filmed and you know, oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. So Melissa says to me, here, we have to hold hands. And I'm like, I'm not holding your hand. You're going to pull me down. Yeah. This was such a fun scene of all of us skating. Okay. No, I was so obnoxious. All I heard was my mouth screaming. Oh, don't worry. Later when we do the, uh, the New York trip, all you hear is my, my mouth is, I, (laughs) yeah, both of us. I don't know what we were doing. Drinking. Obviously. Yes. We're all ice skating and Lennon and Brooke are ice skating together. Kathy shows, uh, she like, she's just watching from, mm-hmm. you know, behind. And Jill is like, look at me, Chloe. I could turn like you. I thought that was cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Maddie's skating along the wall for a while. And then her, Mackenzie, Melissa, and Nia all hold hands in her skating. Mm-hmm. And Melissa says in her interview, Maddie's freaking out because the kids aren't allowed to ice skate. Um, Maddie doesn't want anybody to get hurt or in trouble. But then Melissa's uh, like, sorry, Maddie, Princess Maddie, your highness Maddie. Yeah, I was surprised that that was Melissa saying that. I actually rewinded that to see if uh-huh. it was me. I, I thought it was going to be me or you saying it. Yeah, no, Melissa was being mean. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, because I was like... And how about how funny it was that when we're all ice skating, we're ice skating to Summer Love Song. I thought that was cute. Spin mm-hmm. that record round and round. 
Uh, and now we're back at the ALDC rehearsal. We have one day at a competition, and Abby is wearing a green headband. Drink, drink, drink. Kelly, should we take a moment and thank one of our sponsors? Yes. Let's do that. All right. Let's take a moment. And I am going to talk a little bit about the new year and how I wanted to start the new year off with a single solution that helps to support my entire body. Instead of just taking a bunch of supplements, I wanted to give AG1 a try because I wanted energy and I wanted something that was simple. So since drinking AG1 daily, I have felt completely more energized. I feel strong. I feel nourished. It's amazing how much better you feel when you're nourished. And not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. So I notice now that I'm aging that I have such a hard time doing the things I used to do. Like just even like doing my garage. I'm cleaning out my garage right now. I used to be able to do it and have the whole thing done in one day. Now it's like I could go, a whole, it takes me a whole week and I'm exhausted. Uh, yep. yep, absolutely. So AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why I'm and we are excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health this year, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com bar. That's drinkag1.com bar. Check it out. So want to get back to this episode? Yes. We have one day at a competition and we are working on our group rehearsal and the moms are talking about Studio Larkin and how good they are and how Abby would react if she knew that Kathy had a student coming from there. Abby calls the moms in and so we could speak about, you know, the competition and she wants the group routine to be impactful. Like where have all the children gone or the last text? But the girls aren't accomplishing that with this dance. Mm-hmm. Um, right. She said, maybe yesterday we could have gone and taken an acting class instead of going ice skating. And that's when all of the girls simultaneously peed their pants. Uh, yeah. They peed. And then that's when I noticed that I was wearing the most god-awful mom jeans yet. I didn't notice that. I did. That You got a quick shot and I was like, ha you and them mom jeans. But look, I'm wearing jeans right now. They're not mom jeans. Uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So Abby in her interview says that the ALD contract prohibits skating in order to protect the individual students, the group, and the choreography and all the money that goes into doing a competition. When somebody gets hurt, everybody else pays for it. Uh, like, come on. Her and her damn contract. Oh, my God. If you guys had seen the contract, you'd die. Like, you're not allowed to open candy during a theater performance. You're not allowed to ice skate. I don't think the roller skate, God, you weren't allowed to ski. I get skiing. Uh, you weren't allowed to ride a bike. Remember, yeah. you weren't allowed to have, you weren't, you weren't allowed, allowed to do have, anything but dance. You weren't allowed to ride a bicycle. It was wild. <laughs> but yet you could do like a roundup back talk and like for your mm-hmm. first time and like fall and break a leg doing that. Or a foot on a concrete. Yeah, yeah. But Abby reminds everybody that 
will be competing against Kathy and her team received a perfect score last time when they, when we went head to head, Abby tells us, you know, she put us on national television, doing a routine. Do not embarrass her with Kathy. Do not embarrass her in New York. Do not embarrass me. But yet she wants nothing to do with them, but then they're not allowed to embarrass her. I mean, what are these kids embarrassing her doing? Breathing? I have no idea. But now we go to the Candy Apples rehearsal and the kids are rehearsing and Kathy's, you know, giving them corrections. And she says, today is about nitpicking. Anthony's going to get fired up today because this number has so much potential. Mm -hmm. So Anthony says under his breath, it's the love that's making us feel this way. I don't understand. I didn't understand that either. But the kids are rehearsing. And at one point, Anthony claps at Victoria while he's given her a correction. And Kathy's like, Victoria is pretty well-rounded dancer. She takes corrections well. You know, him giving her corrections, it isn't bothering her. Yeah. Because he's so mean. And I think Kathy really hates him. And he's mean. He is mean. And he's going to fight with Kathy in a minute. He fights with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't. He's very sure of himself. Yes. Arrogant is another word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So now we go to the LDC rehearsal. Asia's doing her solo. And while she's doing her solo, Abby makes the rest of the girls do 100 push-ups. Let me just say, if Abby tried to make me do 100 push-ups, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, I could probably couldn't do three. Yeah. I can't do it. I could maybe do like three girl push-ups. Yeah. I hate that they're called that, but you know what I mean? Like I can't do a full push-up. Yeah. Abby says, you know, Asia doesn't have to do the push-ups because she didn't ice skate. And the rest of the girls are selfish and we're naive. Yes. And we put the whole group in jeopardy. We are selfish. Ah, she's like every single one of those girls could have said no. Asia choose, chose not to. Well, I, Abby wasn't there. Asia did not chose not to. Her no. mother chose not to. <laughs> um, now, was it her mom's choice or her choice? Who cares? All I know is that Asia did not put the skates on and she did not risk an injury and did not sabotage my team. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. So upstairs in the observation room, Jill's disappointed that Abby punished the girls and she says, but she's glad that they had fun anyways. Holly agrees with Jill. And she's like, you know, sometimes kids just need to be kids and enjoy their childhood. Yeah. God forbid. Then you see Paige. She, she's taking off her arm weights. To do push-ups. To do our push-ups. Poor it's kid. so insane. I, her little noodle arms. Her noodle arms. And then the other thing that's hysterical is that uh, the, the knee pads are killing me. Uh-huh. It's a knee pad kind of day. Uh-huh. So I'm in my interview, a bitchy again. And I'm like, Abby, what did you do while the kids were ice skating? Did you maybe go to dinner? I thought that was kind of funny. Then I'm like, maybe you should do the sit-ups and push-ups. I thought that was kind of funny. God, okay. So Chrissy Ray stands behind her decision that she didn't let Asia ice skate. And since it was two days before competition, she didn't want to risk the injury. injury, whatever. She's so perfect. Yeah, but that's not what she said the day before. She just said Asia's not skate. I mean, yes. Okay, wait. She did. Yeah. She did. Sorry. Much, she did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Especially because Asia was an ice skater. Right. Right. She did say that. If anybody shouldn't have been on skates, it probably should have been me. <laughs> I was or a maniac. Me. <laughs> I was a maniac. 
But nobody gives a shit. Abby would have been yeah. thrilled if you would have been like taken out. Oh, and capacitated. yes. Yes. So Christy Ray says, um, you want to take that choice? I don't as a mother. My daughter's a dancer. And you're like, why are you getting so bent out of shape? Nobody asked you. And Christy's eyes get really wide and she raises her voice and she tells you. Look at me look when at- I'm talking to you. Look-, <laughs> look at me when I'm talking to you. Ah. You look at Christy and are like, well, then don't talk to us. Nobody asked you. I don't understand how got, that got such to be. I got to, I can't even talk today. Got to be such a big argument because you weren't looking at her. I don't know. And then she's like, you just you asked were on me your a phone. fucking question. Yeah. Like you were on, she's telling you to quit looking at your phone and kind of reminded me of my fight with Abby, with me saying, get your figure out of my face. Yeah. And she's like. Look at me when I'm talking to you. I yeah, get off my like, phone. Yeah, I was like, look at me, look at me, and I was like, don't yeah. tell me what to do. Like, I don't want to look at you. And then she's like, it's disrespectful that you look away and you're making faces. And this is something I hate is when anybody comes in and they're like, they get to make this judgment call on us. They're like, you guys are miserable and you don't appreciate anything. No, we've been really put through it like the last two years. So don't say that. And Jill's like, we're not miserable. Our kids are happy. Meanwhile, our kids are miserable. Oh, yes. They're definitely <laughs> miserable. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was missing a page. Oh, well, yeah. You had said that at the beginning. Well, this is just our fight. Uh, she's yeah, telling she's us like, that we're s- complaining. Telling you to settle down. No, I tell um, her to settle down. Uh, yeah. Then you're, you're like, I'm looking at your in your eye bitch oh yeah mm. and she's like bitch let's go and she jumps up yeah and you're like i'm not that way <laughs> no i will be later don't worry to come new orleans i'm totally that way ah and she's like exactly so don't call me a bitch if you can't back it up and you're like settle yourself down yeah it got really escalated yeah and i don't understand why Mm-mm. nope nope now, am no. I missing anything else? Because that's the end I have of your fight. No, she's like, don't call me a bitch if you can't back it up. And I said, I can back it up, but I don't fight like that. And she's like, then don't use that wor- those words towards me. And then you in your interview go, I think Christy's going to knock the other Christy out. And she goes, stay away. I don't fight. I'm a lover, not a I'm fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. And then she keeps telling me to watch my tongue, watch my tongue. She's sticking her finger in my face. And then Abby in the studio, if somebody said something, she goes, no, I love Christy, right? I hope she slaps Christy in the face. Which is so rude. She's beyond rude. Chloe's upset, obviously. She tells me to stop. And I said, why am I the one in trouble with this? And I said, why are you so violent? And Christy's like, you just don't know how to handle me. And Jill goes, Christy Ray is a time bomb. And then this was funny. Christy and I were like, save it. You save it. No, you save it. Well, like Christy Ray said about us earlier talking about her or whatever, like we were like high school students. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this fight was? Yes. It was and- definitely like high school. Look at my eyes. Yeah. Yes. And then I looked at her and and I made my eyes really big and I said, I'm not looking away now, am I? And she goes, good. Now I taught you a lesson, which I actually thought was a good one. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't have a comeback to that. Yeah, uh, well, my only comeback was I said, yeah, you taught me how I don't want to behave. I, I should have had I, a better I, I was expecting something like real smart ass. Yeah, no, I didn't. But then we go out in the street and I'm like, it was so hot in there. And you go, we said one word to her and it got heated really quick. And I said, well, my word was bitch. 
Well, I thought she was, how about me? I'm like, um, about fighting. And I'm like, I thought she was going to kick all of our asses. Yeah. And I said, that's the second time this year, somebody's threatened to beat my ass. And you said, maybe it's you. And I was like, it is you. It is me. And then we're like, yeah. where does Abby find all these psycho moms? I don't know where they find them. Oh, Brian specifically combs the nation. Like, are you unhinged? Come on, dance moms. Are you a psycho mom? Come fight with Christine Kelly. It's perfect place for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think my papers are screwed up again. Okay. What do you have next? Us taking the kids to Telsey and company. You're missing a whole page. Do you want me yeah. to talk about this page? Good. So I, so I get to where I'm at, where yeah. my page is. So okay. we take the kids to Telsey and company, which is, I say in my interview that Caesar was the guy, the agent who came to the ALDC dance concert and then I say, Abby only cares about Maddie McKenzie and Asia. So you and I are going to take things into our own hands. And so we go into Telsey and company. We're in the conference room with Chloe and Paige. And he tells them that he was impressed when he saw them dance. And then he's working on a project, which involves a 12-year-old girl. And he asks our kids to read it, for it. Isn't that so convenient? Yes. Well, what they was just really... so happen to be working on something with the 12 year old. Right. But what was really funny is that you go, I think Paige is a really Paige could be really good at acting. She was great at playing dead. In the last, it's meanwhile, yeah. I hated the last text. I know, but it was because so she didn't funny. do anything. Yeah. And then you go, people have always told me that Paige can light up a room. And I think that's a great trait for being on TV. And you go, who wants somebody miserable on television? That would be Brooke. <laughs> no, that would be Abby on Dance Moms. Or Brooke. Yeah. yeah. So the girls read and Paige is excited. She's like, the script is cool. We go from happy to mad to sad. It's a challenge, but I like challenges. I and thought it was funny how Paige, when she was reading, goes over and hugs them. I think Paige hugged the guy five times oh. on the three minutes that he was on the screen. I think oh. she liked him. Oh, I think I she think, was trying well, to brown nose them to get apart. Maybe. Meanwhile, she, she was all probably fake, you know? But didn't he have a mohawk that she liked? Yeah. 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 And then I'm like, I'm glad that we brought the girls to the audition, even at the audition, even if they didn't get the role, they thank us for coming. And then we go into the montage of us in New York City trying to find the bar. Okay, I have this part. So we're talking to the bartender and you're asking him if, he has, what do you say? It, I, it's oh, not I said, on here, but I'm like, a, do you have a long, a uh, uh, Brooklyn punch? I think I called it a Brooklyn punch Brooklyn instead punch. of a Long Island yeah. iced tea. I thought that was cute. He didn't put that on here, I don't think. Uh -uh. And I thought that was cute. And you were like, you know, about how New Yorkers were rude that everybody was being so nice to us. And we were so loud oh and obnoxious. God, obnoxious. And then how about all of a sudden, like we're, we're sitting there and- we're having all this fun. And we, we filmed that all afternoon, remember? Oh my God, yes. When we were on the subway, uh, this was so funny. And you they didn't show it because there's Jamaica. There's a sign that says Jamaica and a train coming. And you're like, I want to go to Jamaica. Like, we had so much fun in that subway. They showed none of it. Uh-uh. None nope. of it. They showed us getting to the bar. And then they showed um, the other moms coming in, which the other moms weren't there for that whole day. No. But they, they got to came. come in. They got to come in in a 15 the fun part, yeah. Yeah. Although, and, uh, did you hear what I said? I said, hurry up, let's order them Diet Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what all they all would order. Definitely. Yeah. 
Holly, Lisa, Holly, and Melissa. Yeah, Holly was funny oh. though. I think Christy and Kelly have been at the bar a long time. They seem very happy. Uh, yeah, Holly really never saw us drunk because I didn't think we were that drunk. No, but we were allowed. We were very loud, but we were, I think we were trying to be that way. Because remember when we were filming this, this was going to be for like a little side thing. Uh-huh. So yes. I think we were really trying to be fun. We, we really weren't drinking. We were in the subway. We didn't, yeah. we weren't at the bar. We had just got to the bar. Right. You know right. what I mean? I mean, we might've had a glass of wine or two before we left, but I think yeah. we were just, we were trying to, we be were fun. having fun. Yes. 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 I, don't I thought we this were... part was really mm -hmm. funny though. Cause I was like, you guys came by a taxi and I was like, we're worried about getting lost and having to eat a bug. And why I would have to eat a bug. But it was something we said on the subway. Cause we're like, oh my God, if we get lost down here, then what? And like, like we were like on Survivor or something. Yes. And we're like, we were, we're going to have to eat a bug. And then I was like, I just didn't want to eat a rat. And then Jill goes, a rat would have little meaty legs. I thought that was hysterical. How about me? I'm like, I, you know, I can't go an hour without eating. And that is so true. Everybody on the podcast knows that I'm constantly eating something. Uh, and then Holly, I do want to remind you that a subway is not a rain forest or a jungle it is an urban environment <laughs> well how about holly? that's because holly's from new york i know so I she's know. like standing up for it or whatever i know we were just being funny i know so we obviously we you know have to talk business can't right. be at the bar and just have fun we have to ask um about Christy what do you Ray. think about christy ray uh, and do we think she actually likes abby's tough love oh no <clears throat> and jill's like you know she thinks it feels good to be in New York City without the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the team of moms. We stick together. We don't need Christy Ray. Right. Um, and we toast to our team and, you know, to our great week in New York. And then we cut to candy apples. Nikki and Jalen are rehearsing with Anthony. And Kathy says that this duet portrays two magicians. One was formally trained and one was a street magician. Musician. Can't say that word. Magician. Magician. And she says, wouldn't it be nice if Anthony could just go hocus pocus and poof and Abby disappeared? Yes. I, I wish Anthony could do that because, you know, Anthony is not my favorite person. Right. But if he could do that, I just might like him a little bit. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so Anthony's giving feedback to the dancers and Kathy's talking to Jalen and, you know, Anthony starts getting frustrated and he stops talking and he tells uh, Kathy gets up and starts raising her voice and says that she's going to help out because they're in a time crunch and Anthony and Kathy start fighting back and forth and Anthony tells Kathy to get out of his face and Kathy's telling Anthony that he's not to be condescending. He can't help it. Uh-uh. No, he cannot. He's in his interview and he says that he gets upset with Kathy because she knows exactly what pushes his buttons. Well, Kathy also knows that it's like, we're trying to film a show. We're on a crunch, a time crunch. And so she's trying to like help. And it's also Kathy's studio. Absolutely. And he would not be on the show if, you know, Kathy's team wasn't having him there. So Absolutely. So Nikki and Jalen, they're running their routine. And Anthony and Rick, Jalen's dad, they start arguing now. And they can't agree on whether Jalen is doing the move correctly or not. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I don't know why his Jalen's dad would no, right. be like, I mean, can you, you imagine, imagine us going up to a choreographer saying that, they're doing a move wrong. 
that I think was insulting, but right. I'm not crazy about that guy either. No. Um, so Kathy interjects and she takes Anthony aside and starts talking to him. And Anthony's like, this is my kingdom when I'm in the studio. Gag. Yes. And Anthony says to Kathy that um, he doesn't appreciate all the distractions when he's trying to be creative and do his artistic work. Kathy starts crying. Anthony insists that he did not intend to hurt her feelings. And Kathy offers him some advice and says that she's old enough to be Anthony's mom. And she looks at him and just says, honey gets bees. And I agree with that. Yeah. 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 But also, I guess Anthony took a page out of the Abbey book because in her studio, she's God. And in this studio, it's his kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, they're both assholes. So. <laughs> My opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Take your kingdom and God and go. And shove it up your ass. Yeah. So then they show Jalen and his dad talking in the stairwell. Jalen's crying. His dad's, you know, just giving him some words of encouragement. And he reminds him that they can leave anytime Jalen wants. Mm-hmm. They must not have the same contract as us. No, they must not. <laughs> Rick promises not to speak up as long as Jalen stands up for himself. And then we're in the studio again. And Kathy tells the team, she talks to the team before she dismisses them. Rick, Jalen's dad, says he hopes that Jalen can just get a little wand and shut up Anthony. Yeah, me too. And then Anthony picks up Jalen and makes Jalen look at him and gives him a little fist pump. Okay. Then we're back at the ALDC. Woo! Uh, and we're doing Kendall's solo, uh, which is hands up. Abby's, you know, doing her solo rehearsal and gets upset because she's marking her routine. Like I, I think she goes to do like a grand jeté or something and she marked it. Mm. So, some kind of jump or something she does. And Abby likes, it's like- Loses her mind. Yes. She's like, at the end of rehearsal. Yeah, here she says, Kendall uh, marked a leap so she wouldn't slip. And Abby insists that since Brooke was able to do everything full out, that so should Kendall. Oh my, Abby said something nice about Brooke. Yeah, holy really. Oh, holy oh, manoli. Oh my God, wow. I should write that down. Mark it, mark it. Oh yeah, I'm marking that. So Kendall starts crying and Jill says, when does Abby not pick on Kendall? Abby has to understand that she can't keep hurting Kendall's feelings and expect her to do her best. Yeah, that's the point. That's what we all say. Yes. So Holly and... Melissa are trying to make Jill understand that Abby's just hard on Kendall because she likes Kendall. And Jill says she knows that Kendall needs to focus and not let Abby, you know, get to her. So now we're at the dance studio and Abby starts explaining to Jill how she addressed Kendall's addressed Kendall this week, but Abby refuses to acknowledge that she even yelled at Kendall. Ugh. And Kendall's just staring at her nervously. Yeah, and Abby asked her if she'd like if Kendall would like to say anything, and Kendall just okay. like stares at her. Like, uh, no, I'm not gonna say anything. What was Kendall gonna say? Yeah, you're a bitch. Shit, we still got a lot to go. Um No, so- just one page. My my pages are so screwed up. Are we at Candy Apples rehearsal now? Well, right, but first Jill says Abby insists that Kendall should be grateful that she has a soul, and then she goes to Kendall, if I'll I'll never say your name again. I'll never say it to a casting agent, I'll never say it to director, I'll never say it again. Fine. Now yeah, we're at candy. Apple. I have an extra. I, no, I had an extra page in here. Mm. So Jay, it's 
Jalen and Vivi. Again, they have them in the hallway. They're trying to fix those Yeah, two. it's weird. Ah. So Jalen and Vivi are talking about the rehearsals and they ask each other like different questions. And they're talking about working with Anthony. And they're like, he yells a lot. Yeah. And Jalen tells Vivian about what happened when he left the room during the duet rehearsal. And he needed to take time to cool off before he went back into rehearsal. And Vivi starts talking about Porter that she found on the floor. I'm dead. Vivi, give her her own show. I'd watch it all day. She She's just hysterical. I would watch a Vivi show all day like, long. I, I need to meet up with Vivi and see how she is now. Let's get Vivi on the podcast. We should because- Let's get her on. I, I want to see if her like personality and demeanor is still the same. Let's get Vivi on the show. I yes. know she'll come on. Okay. At our, Kathy takes her students to uh, the Winter Garden Theater to- uh, meet with people from Mama Mia, mm-hmm. and Kathy and the girl, uh, her, all of her students are sitting in the audience. Two of the cast members come over, Judy and Zach, and they tell everybody uh, that they're in Mama Mia and that it's running. It's been running for eleven years, and they offer to give them a backstage tour. They show everybody the backstage tour, the dressing room. Uh, they bring them onto the actual stage, and. They show how the it's like a raked stage. Mm-hmm. And they're explaining to them how it's like the stage is on an incline, right? That so they can be seen. They they told them to try to dance on it, and I think that would be hard. Yes, I do agree. I also I, think I, it's hard to dance on a cruise ship. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think that would definitely be hard to get used to. Well, you know, this is one cute thing that Abby used to do with the kids in New York. It, whenever we would do a tour of a Broadway show is she always would tell them to do a pot of beret on the stage so that they yeah. could say they danced on a Broadway stage. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Like, and, uh, that, the kids that love cute. to do that. Yeah. They all, they usually always went backstage and stuff mm-hmm. and saw the dressing rooms and Yeah, and this is even before we they were on change. the show. Yeah. Like this- 90% of it was before the show. Yeah. Well, because Abby usually had somebody on Broadway that would take the that kids That we would back. go see. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how many drinks did you need to make it through this section of the episode? I was okay on this one. Yeah, I might've needed one for the Christy Ray fight. Yeah. All right. What about pyramid for mom outfits? Anybody stand out? Your mom jeans, I guess. My mom jeans. Yeah. Even though I didn't see them, I know they were bad. bad. They were. I'm going to say misdemeanors or felonies for me. I would say the felony for calling Christy Ray a bitch. I'm looking at you, bitch. Like, that was unnecessary. I could have just been like, I'm looking at you now, you know? What? Did I do anything wrong? Oh, and also a misdemeanor because I was, we were talking shit on Maddie not skating. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay. I'll say that. Uh, Even though I didn't mean that to be mean. No. I I meant that as she's a perfectionist. That's why she didn't want to do it. But it sounded mean the way they put it on there. Right. What about your favorite quote from the episode? Um... I got a couple marked on here. Somewhere in this mess. Um, when Kathy says that if Abby puts skate ice skates on, it could be Fantasia too. Yeah, I liked Maddie McKenzie are still at the top of Abby's mental pyramid. And I liked what I said. Um, I think it's official. Kathy's definitely a stalker. Yep. Uh, oh, I have Fantasia too marked. I'm just looking. Oh, I also liked, I mean, what did you do while the kids were ice skating? Did you maybe go to dinner? Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, when I said, you know, cause 
you know, I can't go hours without eating. Oh, I loved when Jill said a rat would have meaty little legs. <laughs> that was so funny. And when you said, hurry up, let's order them some Diet Cokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny too. Oh, and um, I think my favorite was, uh, wouldn't it be nice if Anthony could just go hocus pocus and poof and make Abby disappear? Amen. All right. We're going to head over to the after party. We will be back next week with the second half of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Uh, XO, XO. Anything else, Cal? Shoot me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, you, do we, we got do we got them guns left over from this? The, yeah. yeah, exactly. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.